There's just so many opportunities to minister to people. And when you put on that jersey of Christ, you move differently. Just know that God has you in the palm of his hands and everything that happens passes through his hands and he has a plan for you. If we want to be obedient to Christ, you have to like live out that calling of spreading the gospel, being a light, you know, these things that may seem like, how can you use me, God? And then next thing you know, he's like showing you how he can use you daily. We had been in church for a long time, but this experience that I had, like the Lord just wanted more. He was like calling me into deeper oceans with him. If we want to be obedient to Christ, you have to like live out that calling of spreading the gospel. Everybody who who knew me and knows me knows that the only way for me and my family is of the Lord. I missed the revelation of Jesus Christ and the gospel, like the heart of it. It's like I knew about him, you know, but I didn't know him. You know, once I had that intimate moment with him, that's when everything started to shift. You know, God's done some amazing things to us, and so I'm not going to deny it, and and I will always speak it as the truth. Kelly Ray, it's a beautiful day to listen to I Like Birds, isn't it? It is. (laughs) Welcome, Kelly Ray, to I Like Birds podcast. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm so excited everybody that's listening is here. We're so thankful for you, and uh, man, this is exciting. I came, I woke up, on podcast days, I'll tell you, I wake up happy, but today I woke up a little happier. You know, I haven't seen you in a while, and it's just a blessing that you're able to come and just uh, share your story, as well as just talk to me about Jesus and catch up. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. And for everybody listening, we're going to actually do a signed book giveaway at the end of this episode so make sure you stick around to the end for that if you're watching live Uh, we're so excited that you're here and that you're joining us leave us a comment let us know where you're actually watching from and uh, maybe just drop a scripture that's on your heart today that you want to share with us or something special like that but we're just going to get right into it I'm going to share with you guys what uh, how me and Kelly (laughs) met it's a super funny story and then I'd love to hear your experiences of that as well because um, we haven't even talked about that we haven't even like (laughs) opened up about that but I'll never forget I did a podcast with my sister-in-law Sharon called the real church we were actually in our rv one day uh and she was actually sat across from me just kind of how you're sitting across from me we just got we got real so real we got so real on the podcast and uh that's actually one of our top 10 episodes still to this day and i feel like a lot of it had to do with you know people at calvary hearing it and sharing it around with each other sharing it with their church community i even had like messages from like pastors being like yo like you good and i'm like yeah i'm great like but i'm just also you know speaking truth so uh, you called me that day mm-hmm. and you were so on fire for like, you like, I have to talk to him. You know, if we didn't know each other. You like added me on Facebook, but you heard the pod and you called me and then just tell me like why, why you did that. And like what, what led you to be like, I got to reach out to this brother. So I didn't, I didn't know that you had any relation to Sharon and Sharon is what I call my, um, she was like my domino tilt. She's, and it's interesting cause I didn't know her at all. But I got to have an experience with her at a conference and um, she was like the catalyst, like like the, the dominoes just do, 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 oh, fell. Wow. And um, I then learned on that podcast, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's like brother, brother-in-law. Yeah, brother-in-law. Right. And I just like God basically was like screaming from the inside of me, like you have to, you have to get in connection with these people. You have to let her know, because I needed to let Sharon know That's ultimately right. that she was so much for me in the beginning of like really, really diving deep and having a really intimate relationship with the Lord. Mm. Yeah, she was, um, she was a firecracker, man. She was yeah. so on fire for the Lord in that season. I remember it so well. I was actually living in my in-laws' backyard. Yeah during that time. And, uh, that was a tough time as a man, mm. but at the same time, spiritually, I was growing like on acceleration mode because of that. It. Yeah. Thank I could you. see it. Yeah. It was, it, it was like 
oh, right, right, kind of like in our area where we were living, like over the Metroplex. It was just like this crazy revival was taking place, and I could tell y'all were a part mm. of it. I knew the Lord had drawn me into it and um, had drawn me to others who were just, it, it was instantaneously. Mm. I feel it right now. I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> right? You be bringing it out, yo. Oh, man. No, that's good stuff. And then from there, we were kind of like, it was, it was almost like we had like a unity through the Holy Spirit of like, we kind of real recognized real almost. Instantaneously. Yeah, and it was, it was really cool. I was like, oh, like Kelly Ray, like I had a high high value of you, like from the jump, you know what I mean? And it was really cool because of like what the Lord like put on my heart as soon as I had a convo with you. And, and like, that's just shows like the power of it. You know what I mean? Power of the body of Christ, you know, cause we think that the body of Christ sometimes is like just the collective unit, but we're all like, it's literally like a different role to the body. Like your role is so much different than mine, but together we come, we make come and we make it and we make a whole and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And um, just being able to experience that with you has been really cool. And just seeing all God's done in your life has been really cool. Yeah. So tell me what's been going on. I know that you've been um, active in our church. You've been a real estate agent, just kicking butt out here, taking names, selling houses, <laughs> uh, doing, the, doing the Lord's work in, in the streets. You know, so talk to me about that. What's that been like for you in this season? So um, it actually kind of goes back to when I first uh, got to have my experience with Sharon. Um everything like my life changed at that time. I was working in a corporate job setting for the last 10 years. And, um, <clears throat> I was really good at what I did. I could do my work in my sleep. And I finally had made myself up to a very high, high end management role that I had won in my whole entire career. <clears throat> I got straight out of high school. I didn't go to college. And so, um, I had learned a lot real quick and, Shortly after that experience that I had with Sharon, it was just a Holy Spirit um, type experience. And um, God had filled me in such a way that nothing was the same the next day. Mm. And so I went to work that following Monday. It was a conference. So I'd went to work that Monday and I just, I just knew that God had wanted more from my life, but I just didn't know what that had entailed. Following uh, Wednesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, very next day, went to a girlfriend's um, small group, just girls, no boys allowed. And, um, at the end they asked for prayer requests and I just was like, I started to experience now I know hundred percent what it is, but I didn't at the time. It was just like this, like pulling at your throat. And sometimes I even use the word like salvating, like not like drooling, but like in your mouth, you just got so much spit kind of coming. You got to keep swallowing, keep swallowing. And then my heart would race a little bit, or I would start to get a little flushed under my nose and mm. my, my back of my neck. And I now know it's the Holy Spirit every Taste time. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That's what it reminds me of just now when you oh said that. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude, <laughs> I can't believe you said that <laughs> because it's just so true. That's It's something I experienced at that Bible study. Yeah. And I asked the girls to cover me in a prayer that I don't know what I want to do, but I, I just know that I'm not supposed to be here anymore. This is such a minute role. I'm I'm living for somebody else's dream. I'm working and paying for somebody else's dream, sacrificing time with my family for for this business, um, this company. And um, I just knew it wasn't right. And so mm -hmm. they came around me and they they held me and they circled me um, and they prayed heavy prayer over me. Wow. And we just asked for God's will to be done. I'm, I'm going to be very real. The very next day, this was hard to process. The very next day I went into work and they came into my office, closed my door and let me go after 10 years, uh, like unexpectedly, really no explanation. And, um, I went to, uh, our church service on Wednesday and I saw my girlfriend, Amy there, my dear friend. And I was like, so upset. Like my flesh was so upset that they had fired me, me, 
Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like, I came in here and fixed all y'all stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I told, I told her, I said, can you believe it? They fired me. And she goes, oh, hallelujah. Aww. This is what Amy we Sanger? prayed. Yes. Hey, friend of the show. Shout yes. out Amy Sanger. I love her. <laughs> she said, hallelujah. This is what we prayed for, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, my flesh has not yet caught up with ah. the spirit. What he, what, what the Holy Spirit was doing. Oh, I love that you said that. That's and good. because our flesh is our flesh, you know, and yeah. I was all, all, my pride was hurt, you know, my yeah. feelings, my emotions. And, um, but she said that and she like, and, and you should know that Amy and I are very much intertwined and whatever the Holy Spirit is usually doing in my life, he's somehow nudging her in the same way. And so, wow. um, when I had told her that she had brought me back to like the spiritual, aspect of what he was doing in my life. And from there I was like, okay, well, lo and behold, a week later, a very close friend of mine at church, um, he came up to me, Jonathan cook. And he asked, Hey, do you want to be in real estate? And I was like, no, you know, out here recruiting like that. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) he was very, it was very, very forward. And I, I, I thought at at the time I was like, no, no, no. And then he asked, he invited me to these amazing Friday huddles that they have as a team and it's a power up and they invite people to help just uplift them. And I decided to come and instantaneously I was like, this is what I want to do. Like wow. I want to, I want to be in real estate. And so, um, he got me a little hole in the hole. I call it my little hole, but I love it so much cause it was just this perfect little intimate spot for me to get my real estate license. And as I was in my real estate license, like the Lord just kept confirming in such sweet and gentle ways by leading me to people who would like take my fingerprints from my license. They were like, God's going to do something amazing for you in this business. Like as they're taking my fingerprint, you know, and like just had, giving you those words, yeah, yeah, just random people. It was so amazing. And so it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. I, like I, like there was no going back. Not that I ever wanted to, but I could never go back to like my secular lifestyle. I just, Ooh. I couldn't, I couldn't wow. listen to secular music. I couldn't watch secular TV. Um, my poor kids, like, you know, cause they're at the time, I mean, they're of a certain age, so they're kind of changing their lifestyle too, which was great. Um, because they accepted it wholeheartedly. They have been in church, but, and we had been in church for a long time, but this experience that I had, like the Lord just wanted more. He was like calling me into a, into deeper oceans with him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you just actually, you know, what's crazy is I had no idea that you used to work here. When I invited you. Really? I had no idea. Zero yeah. clue. And then you just showed me your little office that you were just talking about where you said it was a hole. And literally it's like a, I don't want to say a jail cell, but it's like a, it's like a six by six room. You know, it's so small. And you told me that you anointed it. And I just thought that was so special. And like just seeing you kind of light up about, because I'm sure you experienced, and you said you got your license there in three months. Yeah. You, were, you were like going hard in there. Mm-hmm. And John, Jay Cook's uh, office was like right down, to, down the hall. And like to just see like where you're at now, like how did that feel like seeing that today? It, it, it was surreal um, because at that time, everything that I'm experiencing now was a dream. Wow. Like it, I didn't know I would ever be so successful in this business that God would anoint my path in such a way that not only do I get to build a, a life and a legacy for my family, but for the kingdom as well. Mm. I just looking back on, I'm like, wow, this, this room had so much to do with, with the beginning. Wow. That's so special. So you, when you talk about, um, I love this. This is good. We got some good stuff here. Hey, uh, drop a comment if you're listening right now and let us know where you're listening from. 
Um, we got hi mom. Hi mom. Oh, your little kids. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> hi baby. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's probably Raylan. Raylan. Oh, hello Raylan. Thank you for tuning in today, Raylan. You got a great mom. <laughs> uh, but man, uh, when you're going to these houses and you're, and you're, um, and you're, you mostly, you buy and sell. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you, when you have a client and you're bringing them to a house, like how does the Lord use you there to minister to those people or be a light or like how, what kind of like God confirmations have you received in your work that you're like living out the divine calling? So, um, first when I pray that God brings me to who he wants me to serve mm-hmm. before I ever meet those people. And then when I do, I, I honestly pray over them and intercede for them on my own, not necessarily with them right at the beginning, but like pray for an affirmation, a confirmation of some sort. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I create such relationships with my people that they do become my people. They don't necessarily just are like my clients, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't, it's, that's a very, I don't know, possessive word. And they're more my, 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 my dear friends at the end of the day. And, um, they end up revealing things to me that like, God's like, this is why I wanted you to intercede wow. because there's, there's, there could be a divorce happening here or there could be um, a serious problem with someone that needs some medical attention mentally. And you brought that to my attention and then I was interceded on it. And the next thing I know they're in a happy, happy, happy place that just almost seems, um, like inconceivable, like magical wow. and miracle like. And some of those things I keep personal, um, you know, but sometimes the Lord's like, Hey, will you please let them know that? Like I, I had the, my hand on them during this, during this time. And so it just kind of depends on how he guides me. Um, I've been to a place where I've, uh, when you meet someone and you, you'll know if they're a follower, because the, they'll more than likely let you know. And they've asked me to like, um, go into their house and, anoint their homes, which was really cool. Um, especially if they've already, someone's already lived in it prior. So what does that look like? Um, uh, so right at closing, we'll go in and we'll take, I have a beautiful anointing bottle that my dear friend Miranda gave me and, um, I take it and we anoint the walls and we anoint the doorway frames, the windows, the doors, knobs, so, so is it, because right, I've never experienced this before, so okay. I'm, I'm yeah. asking as a, but also I feel like this is great stuff. So when you do that, are you like taking your hand, dipping it in the oil and going in Jesus name and like Holy Spirit live here, reside here. Are you praying like over it? Like how, how does that look in like a, a physical representation? Yeah, no, I'm really glad you asked. So I'll actually pour some just into my hands and kind of rub them, rub them full. Okay. And, um, and it will change depending on how the Lord has me pray. Like he's had me pray over TVs. And say, like, cover the eyes that watch this TV mm. or over the mirrors and that will say, bless the person that looks in them and may they see me and may they see themselves as I see them. Um, I've had doorways like nothing but the Holy Spirit can live here, can dwell here, can enter into this home. Um, may these windows be full of light to enter into this house and shine God's love into the home. It's like things like that. I mean, it's, that's deep, yo. Jeez. Yeah. That's beautiful. (laughs) It's, it was a great experience. A a new build client who had their home still like, like wood and drywall before they had put up everything else. I got to go in and tag up their entire home in scripture. Wow. And so like in the bathrooms where like the water would come out, I would write something of the, I would find specific scriptures of water being blessing or in the kitchen, how like breaking bread with the Lord and how with the bread will be multiplied. It just, 
it kind of just depends on the area mm-hmm. and the scripture that the Lord puts on my heart at the time. That is so powerful. Thank you. You're more than a realtor, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, in between all of this, uh, we had a word uh, in between basically starting real estate and 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 falling so deep into um, what Christ has wanted for our family that we, me and my husband specifically, we received this word together at um, one of Lisa Schwartz's conferences. And she, and it wasn't even from her. It was uh, from a very dear, uh, what I now call a friend an intercessor myself. And she was like, y'all are going to be, y'all are going to be like walking evangelists, like everywhere y'all go, everything you do, you know, you go into the grocery store, you go into the gas station, you go to a real estate closing, you know, like y'all are just going to be walking evangelists. And we started seeing that like play. Cause I, when I said that, I was like, man, she is crazy. Like my husband isn't going to be like walking. And then like three weeks later we were at Brahms and he's over here praying with somebody total, like total. But, but once my husband saw like my discernment was like, Oh my gosh, like I see it, what, what this guy's dealing with. And it was hard, but, um, yeah, I mean, are you familiar with the fivefold ministry and evangelism, uh, evangelism being one of those gifts? I am. Yeah. Um, I feel like I didn't know that was going to be one of our gifts. I really didn't. I didn't, I didn't think that of all things. And so mm. it was kind of shocking when she said walking evangelist, right? because I'm like, well, everywhere we go, everything yeah. we do. And sometimes it's like where we're sitting at like the dinner table at a restaurant and like, I'll start to like, my heart will start to pound. Like I talked about and I'll start to salivate and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What's I'm happening? Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, please don't make me go over this person right now. Just let me finish my food. You know, like <laughs> don't make me, don't make me get weird in this place because it happens, you know? And, um, but every time I'm telling you every single time I'm, uh, obedient to him asking me to do that, he works it out. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't really know what to say, or I think it's going to be like, he just takes care of it. He gives you the words. He gives you everything. hundred percent. You're just a vessel. And the times I'm disobedient and do not go give that word. I have felt the conviction yeah. so bad. Yeah. So bad. I mean, he's almost let me know like in the form and that like giving him, him giving me a gift of discernment to know certain things and not using them is disobedient in such a grievous way for him. Because mm-hmm. I'm using it, like I'm taking knowledge and I'm keeping it to myself. Wow. And and, and it's just That's very, real. yeah, it, it is. And so I've learned to be obedient in that because I don't want to carry, I don't want to carry that. It wasn't meant for me, that yeah. word, you know? Right. And that's where I think that the living out the scripture of like what we're called to do is so important and like understanding that like, if we want to be obedient to Christ, you have to like live out that calling of spreading the gospel, being a light you know, these things that may seem like, how can you use me, God? And then next thing you know, he's like showing you how he can use you daily, you know, in like all the ways that you would have never imagined. Or like, and I did an episode last year that was really well received by people to listen called The Power of 15, which is about the power of 15 seconds and the power of 15 minutes and how you can just, those are not a lot of time, you know, but you can do a lot with 15 seconds. You can do a lot with 15 minutes when it comes to ministering the gospel and reaching people and and doing being the light of Christ for people in their life. Because right now, I mean, in the world that we're living in, it is so, people are hurting. It's so wicked. It's so confusing. There's nothing like they're, they're bending the truth on gender. And Ugh. there's all these things that are just so, so worldly that it's like people are hungry for the gospel. They just probably don't know it because they don't have a uh, full, per, they don't have the perspective of like what the gospel actually is. They haven't actually heard it. 100%. You know, and I went to church for years and I don't know if it was uh 
the, I don't think it was the preaching by, by any means. I think it was just more so I missed the revelation of Jesus Christ and the gospel, like the heart of it. It's like I knew about him, you know, but I didn't know him. Right. You know, once I had that intimate moment with him, that's when everything started to shift. Right. Kind of like how you were saying with the sharing experiences, like once you got a experience of the Holy Spirit and seeing the power of it mm-hmm. and then seeing like God in his glory for that. Ooh. And then even that scripture where it talks about where Jesus says the, the greatest sin is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And it's like that when when something when a move of God happens and you're trying to give um credit to the devil for those moves of God's happening, mm-hmm. that's what that means mm-hmm. is when you're blaspheming against that and you're giving, you know, you're not giving the glory to God for credit. these big moves of 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 power and mm-hmm. healing and mm-hmm. deliverance. And so once you experience these things in front of you, around you, to you, I had this brother come up to me at church um, a couple of weeks ago and prayed over me and I got hit. Like I, I knew nobody was behind me, so I made sure not to fall back. But if there was somebody behind me, your boy would have been slain. Gone. I would have been gone. I'm telling you, my, my knees got so weak. I had to, I had to drop to my knees because it got so heavy. Oh, smoked. Yeah, smoked. And I've never felt that way. But this brother was just like, he was le- he was praying with such authority and mm. so like just listening to what God wanted him to share to me. And like, it was a, it was, it was a prayer that I haven't really experienced before. And man, I got to get him on the pod because it was fire. It was so good. And um, well, imagine I, if his prayers, what, what are his words? Exactly. And he was actually, he was the pastor of the church that I went to, that I'm going to uh, previously. He was like, he's the pastor that passed it on to the next generation, you know? Um, And so man, super cool stuff. So with that being said though, there's just so many opportunities to to minister to people and when you put on that jersey of christ you move differently once you realize like yo i'm team jesus Mm -hmm. you start moving like you start helping people you start how can i help you you become a servant you know a a giver you know a generous all these different things come about you all the character of christ comes out 100 percent. and then that's what that's what's going to bring people to the light yeah it's not you're gonna go to hell if you don't turn from your wicked ways fool right. you know it ain't gonna be but that that hasn't worked no it hasn't worked and that's where we see a lot of the failures of the church away. over the over the 80s and 90s and i feel like that's why gen z is going to be that generation because they have that compassion they have that heart and that zeal for justice they're going to use all that for the lords and then from there we're going to see the revival spread out kind of how we did uh, during the Jesus movement back in, I think it was the seventies and stuff. So yeah. I'm excited for it. No, I, 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 and so it's really cool that you said something about Gen Z. So, you know, the next generation, which is now my middle child's generation. And he is, um, he is like a walking evangelist too. And he's had a lot of words prayed over him. We just baptized him actually a few months ago in his Ooh, mama's, in his mama's yeah, bathtub out in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's beautiful. And uh, cause he just desperately wanted, he wanted it, but he wanted his mama there. She's 90. Hmm. And so it just, you know, we couldn't yeah. get her down here, but so he did it right there in her, in her bathtub that's and so, that's so sweet. their generation. Cause we got to, gen- we got to Z, right? Yeah. So what's next? Well, they're calling them the alphas. Ah, the beginning. Wow. Like I just know that the generations that we are raising. Jesus is the beginning and the end. I'm telling you, Alpha the, Omega. we are raising disciples of the Lord. Yes, we are. We are raising prophets. Mm. I believe that I just had a baby girl a year ago. She turns um, one on Monday and, um, and her name means prophetess favor of the Lord. Yeah. Chana, okay. Chana. Chana. Uh-huh. My husband named her. I wow. said, if we have a girl, I'll let you name her. And sure enough, we had a girl. And so I waited forever and he found her name and, um, <laughs> and it, it's a biblical name. It goes back to, to basically the Hebrew name of Hannah. And, um, you know, it, you said something that really struck a chord in me because 
like, you know, you don't know, people just don't know if they're not like in the gospel. It's so much more than that. I feel like, because I walked around in bondage for years without even knowing I was in bondage mm. while in the gospel while going to church. That's yeah. So it's way different. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's so different. You know, and, and, um, and that's just because I was, I was, what I was doing is I was being a spectator at church. I wasn't being a participator. Mm. Like I was just going to watch, uh, you know, and, and, and while it was a wonderful experience at the time, like I said, God was calling me to deeper waters. And so I just, I don't think people realize that until they do get to taste and see, they don't realize what it even could be like. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I've been given the opportunity, the truth, honestly, mm-hmm. the discernment. And I have come across, I can't, I really can't tell you how many people, but I, I have just had such a passion to be, to share what I feel like is truth and to tell them, Hey, I don't think you should be, you know, and this is a touchy subject, but I don't think you should be doing um, new age witchcraft. Like, you know, a friend came to me and was like, I want to go, you know, sage my home because I just feel like we're dealing with a lot of stuff. And I'm like, bro, you don't need to sage your home. Yeah. That's a problem in itself, you know, and people have different views about that. And that's OK. Does she listen to Taylor Swift, too? Uh, he does. Oh, he <laughs> <laughs> You already know. I don't know if you've seen my post regarding Taylor Swift, but and and you know, I grew up listening to Taylor Swift. She was my girl. Um, my sister was very close friends with some of the musicians that played with Taylor Swift. I got to meet them up close and front, and it's just that. Honestly, if you really want to see um, the truth, you can look at her life, and you can see that once once she lived a what I could see as a beautiful life. And somewhere down the way, it got perverted and tangled up. And I believe now it's, I believe it's an idolship with her, with mm-hmm. a lot of fans, as a lot of celebrities can be. Yeah. And pastors and anybody that's put up on a pedestal, you know, but idolship's a big thing. Um, to my kids, I even warn them and I've, cause I've experienced this. I put myself as an idol for many years before I found the Lord, I wanted to be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I wanted to have the big lips and the skinny jawline and the long, beautiful blonde hair and big long nails. That's just, that's everything that I wanted. And I realized that it was once I had my experience, my domino effect, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have been idolizing myself. And, um, I really pulled away from all of those things. And I mean, immediately just quit coloring my hair and quit putting all the stuff in my face. And I backed off the makeup and the, the, the unmodest, not like crazy, but unmodest pictures, you know, like I just wanted to be more of what the beautiful way that God had called me to be and who he had made me to be. Um, and doing that, I had then realized that I had to teach my kids that my boys play football. They Mm. love football. Um, my oldest is very good. I mean, and I don't say this as a mom because moms are biased, but from an unbiased statement, y'all going to see my kid in the NFL one day. Hey, let's go. I, I'm telling you. We see him in the end zone right now. You're going to see him in the NFL later, though. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, even him, I mean, even him growing up in this world, uh, he had he had a good friend that we also chose to circle ourselves around good people that understand the truth. And... Um, one of their kids had reached out and had a had a had a dream about Brayden, and it wasn't a great dream, and it was around it was a, around football. Mm-hmm. And um, 
he took it to heart. He really prayed on it. And he came to me and he told me that he had been idolizing himself. Even though we pray before every, every practice and every game, you know, we don't just pray for him, but we pray for the team. We pray for the opponents. We pray for their safety. We pray that God is glorified. You know, life is unfortunately busy. And sometimes yeah. you can be pulling up to a football field and he'll get run out and he'll love you. And I'll see you on the field, you know, real quick, you know, bye. And you didn't get to say, and you're like, oh my gosh, you didn't get to prayer. So you pray over him, but he didn't get to pray. And then mm-hmm. he came to me and told me that he, you know, he wanted to take himself off that pedestal and put the Lord up there. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big thing because that, that was me seeing our life shine through him and such. Fruit. Yes. The fruit, yeah, the fruits of the spirit, man, yeah. you, you go and look at all them suckers. It's like the perfect recipe for parenthood. Mm. Of course, it's a perfect recipe for every human being. But like, if you can follow those joy, peace, love, kindness, gentleness, self-control, patience. Yes. That, that was like, don't you need all those things so badly as a parent? <laughs> yeah, that's, definitely, you know? the last, definitely the last one, patience. The patience, <laughs> but self-control too. It's like such a big deal, you know? Um, and I'll yell at him while he's on the field losing his temper because somebody, you know, pulled a foul on him and they didn't call a flag. And I could see him out there and I'll tell him, self-control. It's one of the, it's one of the fruits of the spirits. <laughs> I'm very, very vocal at the football games. That's amazing. I love that. So good. He actually, I think, just commented. Um, on your Facebook where it says Taylor Swift sucks. I don't listen to her. She's not holy. <laughs> Raylan, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's awesome. That's incredible. That's the best comment. Yo, pin that one. <laughs> pin that one for sure. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, we got about 11 peeps watching on, on right now on the Facebook, which is great. So that's awesome. Beautiful. What did you say, I Mom? Tr- I'm better at football than, <laughs> than him. What did you say, Mom? Right, Lynn? <laughs> so proud of you, cousin. Oh, very sweet. Everybody that's tuning in right now. Hi, guys. Hi, Trudy. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you being here. Don't forget, we're doing a book giveaway at the end of this for people that are tuning in. It's my book about mission trip to Africa called 21 Days in Africa. It's been really a blessing people. I'd love to bless you with it. So stick around to the end. We're going to do that. And then I also wanted to share with you guys, for everybody listening, we actually have something that um, has been a game changer for me this year. I I don't know if you could tell, but I've been in the gym a little bit, you know, getting after it. Uh, And it's because of this, man, this has been really helping me. It's called Magic Mind. It helped me uh, get off the coffee a little bit. It's a natural way to drink some good stuff and get an energy boost. It it helps with um, focus, elevates mood, reduces anxiety, enhances mental clarity. And it's in a little shot. And it's so great because it's taking all the greens that you need and they actually have a subscription service that you can get right now and if you actually go to magicmind.com slash jan birds you get 56 percent off and then they also gave me a promo code for our listeners that you could use to get an additional 20 percent off so it's what? like 75 percent off right now for the month of january so please get it you can use the promo code birds 20 and you can get that extra discount which is amazing so i would love for all my supporters and listeners to go check it out because i'm telling you this is something that you want to have in your fridge you want to take it on the road if you don't want to keep spending seven to eight dollars on starbucks coffee and you <laughs> just want one of these like this is the game changer they also have it at sprouts if you want to pick one up to try ahead of time i don't know what you want to do before you commit to the subscription but i would suggest a subscription because it's just something that you know you can have it coming through you don't even got to think about it you don't have to worry about where you're going to get your coffee from because you got this bad boy and it's healthy so that's always a really nice thing so make sure you get that don't forget magicmind.com slash jan birds as well as promo code birds 20 cool appreciate you guys listening to that yeah. and uh make sure you pick that up we'll leave the the what's it called the link in the description for you as well this video so you can get that before january expires Whoo, man, good stuff for the first half, yo. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I, and uh, you're crazy. I uh, 
I, uh, the reason you're here is because the Lord, <laughs> the Lord for sure. I actually asked somebody that, uh, she's my sister-in-law, Lauren. She listens to the show probably, I feel like the most out of anyone that I know. And, um, so I asked her her opinion. I was like, uh, like, what would you like to see for this, this year? And, uh, she shared with me, she's like, I'd love to hear from somebody that doesn't have like a huge ministry calling. Cause we have like pastors on, we have worship leaders on, you know, which is great. I get, uh, you know, I, I learned so much from all the people on and she's like, I'd love to hear from somebody who's like, you know, being a light of Christ in the workplace and as a mom. And I was like, say less, you know? So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pray to the Lord and ask who, who that should be. And I'll admit I was in the shower one night and then boom, Kelly Ray came to mind. And I was like, you'd be the perfect person to talk about oh, this man. stuff with. And it was just so exciting because it was like, I knew this would happen one day, you know, I just didn't know when, you know? And so the Lord kind of opened the door right away. And I'm so excited that you accepted the invite and here you are. That's so cool. Yeah. I, uh, I want to, honestly, I haven't like told a lot of people. I haven't like gone crazy live on my Facebook or anything. And, um, you know, but everybody who, who knew me and knows me knows that, um, the only way for me and my family is of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so that's been, you know, my big loud testimony, but I haven't gone into a lot of details with the public and that's okay. Um, a lot of things actually, cause I used to be like a huge talker, like, and I still am, but I just, anything that, um, just talk, 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 talk. I could always do it. And it would be about anything and everything. Oh, of course, secular, you know. And so I knew that he was going to use my words some way or another, um, but I didn't know how. My mom always said that I was going to do something because I used to be able to talk really, really fast. And I still can, but I've practiced really yeah, you hard. You sound like you've gotten like way better at it, too. Like, oh, yeah. I get excited. You were fire, yeah, you were a firecracker the first time we met. Now I'm like, you're so like reserved and like a boss in real estate now. <laughs> you're like controlling the speech. And <laughs> well, it, if the Holy Spirit hits me, sometimes it just starts coming out. And I have. I've called mm -hmm. people and I've just been like, well, you were never going to believe what just happened. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? He just came into my house like that, like a whirlwind without no worship music at all, you know? And she's like, wait, slow down, slow down. Tell me again, you know? And <laughs> Did so, you pray? Did you pray? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, it was really, I'm really glad you asked me. Um, and cause I've had a lot of, um, so I, not to like get into too much detail of how I grew up, but I grew up very rebellious and a very, very good home. Like I had a very great upbringing and, um, we weren't necessarily like wealthy, but very comfortable. You know, I had everything I ever wanted I had, but it just, I just wanted to rebel mm -hmm. and I did. Um, you know, I left the house and I chose to do bad things and um, get in a lot of trouble and um, basically started kind of living out on my own at age 16, 17 and um, had to get a job. And so I had to like kind of grow up quickly, which I wasn't expecting. I thought I was just going to be able to continue to live this like free for all lifestyle and really had to grow up very quickly. Um, and, uh, a lot of the people in my past knew that's how they knew me when I left. Right. Cause I left high school and like, I just really haven't mingled with much of those folks yeah. since then, but Facebook keeps everybody connected. Right. And so, um, I've had many opportunities to reach out to those people that I also knew during those times and, and tell them like how great God's been to me and like how I was able to leave that past behind. And cause that past caused so much of what I dealt with the the um, the captivity that I respect the, yeah, the bondage, of, the bondage yeah. you know, and uh, it it just and I know if it, ha if it if it happened to me, I knew that the people who I was dealing with and the circle that I was hanging out with, um, I knew that they had had the same experiences, and so I've had the opportunity to kind of tell some people like 
hey, instead of instead of diving into horror movies and um, things that really disturb our minds, like try this. And it, it, it created such a great relationship that I would have never thought would have came from something that I didn't have much of a relationship with to begin with. Because they reached out to me and was like, hey, I just want you to know, like you changed my life with that text message. You wow. changed my life with that call. And I and I, I don't go on Facebook and I'm like, you know, I don't go like, hey, guys, I changed somebody's life because the Lord gave me a word and told me, to, you know, like, of course, I don't want to boast about that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I definitely don't want to put people's private information out there, you know. And so but it's been an amazing like, like, wow, God, you really have used me yeah. for some really crazy things that I thought. Even my husband, when I first encountered everything was kind of like, so you're telling me like if the Lord tells us that we need to like sell our house and just like freelance around and that's what we're going to do. And I'm like, yes, I mean, no, I mean, yes, no. Okay. That I don't know how to answer this. Like if God really tells me then, then yes, but you're my, you know, and I had to go through learning to be submissive to my husband Mm. because before that I was just a whole, whole independent kind of lady that rebelled. And yeah. so I had to learn to be one of my big deliverances that I have was not being submissive to my husband. And finally the Lord had set me free of that. And I still had to walk it out. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't get it twisted. You know, like, cause the Lord had basically revealed it to me and pulled it from me, but my flesh kept trying to go back to those things. And actually it's back to the curse, you know, of Adam mm-hmm. and Eve that we will always be and strive of with our husband's um, man. And that's, that's tough. But I know that that's not the way he created us initially, that mm. that is because of the fall. And so always trying to make my way back to before the fall. And my, my kids have got to see that, yeah. you know, they've got to see that now Chana hasn't, but my older kids have, I mean, they've seen me go from rough and ragged to good. And, you know, I feel very princess like with the Lord, Aww, like royalty, yeah. you know? And so, um, he's given me a crown that I can hold high and know that I'm choosing the right way for my kids, for, for my, for my boys. And now my daughter, because I was set free of vanity and I was set free of idolship of myself, which lo and behold, like four years later, I would end up, you know, getting pregnant with my first daughter. And so now I can truly show her like what beauty really is Yes, that you don't need to be mm. what the world t- tells you to be Wow. and like what social media cultivates. I don't yes. let my kids on social, but there will be a day that I won't be able to stop that when yeah. they're, you know, and I want them to know who they are most importantly in Christ before the world starts screaming at them who they are. They probably won't even like social media because of the influence that like you've had on them and them not being on it now. They'll have, they'll have a taste and yeah. they'll be like, mm. Yeah. Well, as you see, I mean, yeah. then you get Raylan commenting like Taylor Swift sucks, you know, I mean, and so, and I will say we're, we're very, um, she did fall off a lot in my opinion when it comes to even the music choices, but she's also doing like witchcraft on stage sometimes. hundred so. percent. And you, you know, what's wild is a few, I don't know. I can't even keep up anymore, but I don't know. I called it like two or three years ago. I saw her on some conference and, or some concert and she was doing something with like orbs. And I was like. And then I saw, you know, a year later, a year and a half later, some people talking about it on, you know, 
want something, some kind of real, you know, and I'm like, I already saw that. I saw mm. it happening. I think it was maybe during a Super Bowl or something. And we actually changed it. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to be a part of this ritual. Like, and people can say like, they're not a part of it or not, but your eyes are seeing it. Your ears are hearing it. And if you're singing it, your mouth is saying it. Mm. And so that's how I feel about all secular music, not specifically just her music, but all, because I know the power of worship. I know the power of singing and praising and saying those things out loud and believing them with all your heart. I've seen them come to fruition. And um, after my my Holy Spirit experience, my very first domino, I went into worship the next Sunday and worshiped in a sang songs, hearing them without, even though I've sang them hundreds of times before that, it's like I had heard them. It's kind of like the classic song, um, I'm blind, but now I see, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I was blind. I was even blind to like how powerful the worship music was. But now I see that the words that I've been speaking over my life and believing and crying as I'm praying and worshiping over them, God heard. Yep, he did. He heard and and he provided. So it's been a a really big, I love worship. (laughs) I know, right? So good. Kyrie's worship is so fire too. It's anointed. Yeah, it is. Anointed. So good. I miss it. I love it. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I love it. Um, When you when you talked about like your husband and um, shout out Corey, great guy. Yeah. Um, When you talked about like overcoming the um, like learning how to be submitted to that um, and whatnot, because I feel like he's he's a very quiet guy, right? Like Mm -hmm. very like kind of you know yeah really chill. And um, what did that look like? How did you have to walk that out? Consistency and letting him, Corey grew up in a Pentecostal background. And so all this wasn't too far for for him, honestly. But I think he had his own reservations all his life. And I just told him I was adamant that I was not going to change just because the whole house wasn't going to change overnight. I wasn't expecting them to. But I had prayed like every day, every night, like, Lord, show up to my husband show up in a way that's undeniable. One that he cannot say, wow, she really is experiencing supernatural experiences. And I really am coming like a whirlwind. And I I, I prayed that. I I prayed, come like a whirlwind. And honestly, I don't know how long after that was. And it it is a very long story. And I, because I'm a storyteller, I can make them as long and I can make them pretty short. But he, he'd had his own experience in the middle of the night one night in the backyard. Um, in, in the middle of the night, he was, you know, locking up the house and went out in the backyard and he saw a figure and, um, kind of encroaching over the back of our, uh, dog yard run. And, uh, he thought it was, he came home and told, he came in the house and told me, I saw a huge owl sitting on the back of our fence just staring at over our bedroom. And, and I said, <laughs> What? And he goes, it was huge. And I said, babe, are you sure you didn't see that in the spirit? Because I'm now like being opened up to many things of the spirit, including a seer. And he was like, no, no. And so the next day he, he goes and he, um, I think he, I think I had put a, dropped a little seed and he's like, goes and Googles, like how big a eagle, not an eagle, I'm sorry, an owl's wingspan is. And he goes and Googles it and he, he comes into me and he's got this like excited kind of look. And I, I, I recognize it mm-hmm. right from myself. He's like, 
I think you might have been right. <laughs> I Googled this and it's like the largest wingspan. That's no way. I saw like a six foot wingspan on each side. And I was like, I mean, I just knew in my heart. I just knew how he, he was a seer and he hadn't come into it yet. But I knew that God was like showing up in an undeniable way for him. And I was super, super excited, but also like trying to like maintain my composure so I wouldn't make it to like run my husband off from it. Um, he, he went down his own ways of affirmation. He spoke to some other friends of him, um, that, that he believes, you know, and I believe too, uh, Joel Sanger, Amy Sanger's husband, and kind of just went to start looking into the biblical meaning of owls. And, um, and they are a creature of the unclean, unclean nature that God just, um, lays out for us in Leviticus. But not only that, they, they fly over ruins. And so people ruins and they think like, you know, like ruined areas, but it's actually in that terminology, the translation is like cemetery, um, Mm. like the dead, um, that happened. And he was started receiving these like affirmations in the Bible and from people. But then it was very, very, um, shortly after that, his friend uh, tragically had passed away in a way that, um, just wasn't natural. And, um, what does that mean? He was murdered. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was, we had learned that owls can basically, um, bring, can show basically like a spirit of death. Mm. And so that it had all happened at once. he saw, he saw the owl, but not only that, man, it gets deeper. Um, he told me what he initially thought was lurking over the fence was like a, like a, like a, like a homeless person, like a, like somebody just like hunched over the fence. That's creepy. Yo. It is creepy. Well, then <laughs> we, if yeah. my wife saw that, I would never be allowed to leave my house dude, again. <laughs> dude. But I'm telling you the authority that I had learned helped kept me in check. All right. Right. Because he had told me I, at first I thought it was a person. I was like, get out of here. What are you doing here? You know, da, da, da. and he's like, and then I realized it was an owl. Well, we also learned. And, and again, like, you know, God's done some amazing things to us. And so I'm not going to deny it. And I'm, and I will always speak it as the truth. But I also learned that, um, in the spirit in the seeing of the spirit, the spiritual realm, that owls can, um, shape shift into what is called a hag. And so initially I believe my husband saw a hag that didn't think that my husband could see him. What's a hag? Like, um, kind of like a, like a, like people call them witches, but what he, when he explained hag to me, the very, very, very first image that came into my head was Disney Snow White's evil witch. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was like the very first one. And, and what's even crazier, bro, because this was an affirmation for me that he wasn't tripping. With the owl listening to Taylor Swift? No, no, no. <laughs> but when Snow White is running from the evil witch, she runs into a, a forest and it's filled with owls lurking over her, and she is freaking out. Oh wow! Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, which brought a whole another revelation. Yeah, but I, it was that moment for him that he realized the spiritual realm is real. I think he then started to realize. I don't think he hundred percent knew that he had the gift of seeing, but he knows now because mm-hmm. we experienced so much that since then, so much, and. Um, he definitely has, he has a, a spirit of, of seer for sure. And That's cool. it is very cool. 
but I didn't expect that when I asked God to show up to him, you know? Yeah. So that way we could be on the same page and playing field of this, uh, life that he wants for us. And then it came to my kids, my, my son, my older son definitely has the side. Yeah. The seer gift. And, um, and Raylan, like I said, he, he ain't afraid to tell anybody what God has told him. I mean, again, evident because of what he posted here on our, our, our feed again, I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know, I mean, they're just, it's really, really great to have seen God like start like a fire in me, but then he spread it like wild flames through my house, like instantaneously. That is so cool. It was so cool. It was so amazing. And I'm starting to see it also happen to my extended family. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I love that. It's almost like, um, like the spiritual hunger gets caught. You know, we talked about that a lot on a previous episode, me and my buddy Olivier. It's not always, it's not taught. You can't teach the spiritual hunger. It's something you have to be um, yourself hungry for, but you have to be around other people who are hungry as well, because that's, it kind of spreads like that. Mm-hmm. And to see that it's happening in your own family, like that's a beautiful thing. Like, and I'm excited for Like I have in my house, I have um, a four-year-old and a almost two-year-old. So I'm excited for them to start like developing in Christ. Like we, we do this thing where we like pray with like our, um, our fist out every day, um, in the morning. And it's so cute because, um, and we kind of, it was almost like we're superheroes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like superheroes in Christ. And, uh, <laughs> my kids love it so much that even my littlest, uh, littlest son, Ezekiel, he'll like make sure we do it before we eat. You know, and he he's like, you know what I mean? Like he's small, but he's been doing this for like months now right. where he'll literally just be like, pray, pray, and like put his <gasps> hand out and we're just we're over here praying together. And then when we finish, we go, oh, my God, we blow it up, you know, and uh, we send it up, you know, Beautiful. and uh, it's so cool because it's like our thing, you know, but yeah. seeing that little hunger just for that little moment is so touching. And it's so it makes me want more of like, all right, I, I want to see my kids have the relationship with the Lord and my oldest son, Noah, he's 10 and um, we co-parent. So he's with us on the breaks. And when he comes, like, it's awesome to see because we bring him to church and stuff. And yeah. Uh, we had a we had a few seasons where he was with us a lot more uh, when he was um, eight to ten because he lived here for a couple years and it was just a beautiful thing to be able to see him like he'll worship big because I'm worshiping big yeah you know and I even think uh, hey, did you take a picture one time of us I did you did take I a did. picture of us that's so crazy I did yeah I think that's a beautiful thing to capture yeah and and I really appreciated you doing that because. Um, <laughs> You know, as he gets older, the hands come down a little bit and, yeah. you know, you're just, yeah. you know, like, but once we were in that, we we're in that rhythm of him being with us more and uh, going and, and just, you know, him seeing us do it, you know, he, he participated and he has his own relationship with the Lord. I remember we, um, this was at our newest church thread. Uh, he came down to the front with me to get like prayed over and prophesied over. Mm. And I remember he was getting prayed over and prophesied over. And it was crazy because I was actually hearing the same thing that he was getting prophesied over in that moment. I heard it when he got prophesied over in Miami, a lot of the same, same confirmations. And I was just like, it was so powerful. And then I see him, I started seeing him weep and I've never seen him like weep based on like the presence of the Lord. And I was just like, I just was so happy about it because it was like, cause that's how I like for me, one of the big reasons I know Jesus is real is cause that man, that, that, that boy can make me cry. That man can make me cry. Over and over and over again in a special way. And so, like, when I saw him get hit with it, I was like, ah. like, cried. you know, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, I'm just weird, like, <laughs> don't even prophesy over me. You just keep going. Just keep you know? going, yeah. So it was very special. And uh, just seeing your kids have a relationship with the Lord is, like, it's the most beautiful thing ever, you so know. So is. It, it. It's more rewarding than seeing them be successful in worldly things. 
It, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, worldly things, you are, you're here, you're in the world. We cannot deny that. But man, when you, when you see the fruit of the goodness that he puts on them, and then you're like, man, if I could have only ascertained the knowledge that I now have, but as a child that we're giving them, where would, where would I have been? Would I have not have walked down that path? I know. I you think know? about that all the time. And I imagine they will still walk down their paths mm-hmm. the, of, of, of hardships and troubles. But I mean, I choose some pretty darn nasty roads, you know, and, and I really don't think my kids will. I really don't. Yeah, because they've been raised up in the word and they raised up in the Lord. You know, it's like there's a big difference of that compared to coming to him later in life like we did. 100%. And I love that for my kids. And even uh, Noah, you know, um, I think it was a couple couple years ago as well, got baptized and he chose to get baptized. How you were just kind of saying your your son chose to get baptized. And it was so special because it was his decision. I was like, I didn't suggest, hey, you want to get baptized? You know, it was straight up like, I want to get baptized. I want both my mom and my dad there. So we came together for him. And it was just so cool to just be able to like experience that. And it was all about the Lord, you know? So and beautiful. um I like I still have the video footage and sometimes it'll pop up like in my in my like memories and stuff. And I watch it and I'm just like, Thank you, Every God, time. for saving my son, you know. For real. It's just so special. For and real. It really is. People yeah. don't realize like how big of a deal it is, especially because I think people kind of like are like, Yeah, we we go to church. Mm-hmm. And, and we're good, Period. you know, that's it, you know, yeah. and, and, and honestly, it's not that that's not okay. It, it is a hundred percent, but I feel like the church, like you spoke about in the eighties and nineties and and even today, unfortunately, um, will, will sugarcoat so much stuff that people don't realize that if they're not seeking more, if they're not desiring more, if they're not listening, if they're not looking up to heaven instead of straightforward at you at the world, then you might miss some serious things. You might be saved a hundred percent. You might be saved if you've chosen to take, to accept Jesus Christ as your savior. But what you're doing with your days on this world is, is ultimately edifying you and refining you for the kingdom. Yeah. You gotta be walking in the fullness of God. Cause you know? he wants abundance for yeah, you. He wants to promise land for you. I lived a good life before the Lord, mm-hmm. but man, do I live an amazing life now that Yahweh's here with me in yes. every step of the way. I mean, I even had to change and we still are working. And let me tell you, like, I, you know me, like I'm, I am flesh still. I'm, I'm not a perfect person, but one thing that like, I, and I tell this with my kids all the time is I'm so sick of the OMG culture. I'm so, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like y'all quit talking about God so easily, like he, like he isn't, sh- like he shouldn't be talked about with reverence. Mm, yes. You know? fear, fear of the Lord is what that means. hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. And so I'll hear my kids, oh my gosh, I got, you know, trampled, trampled in, uh, you know, whatever game they're playing or whatever. And I'll say, say a prayer. You just said, oh my God. So start your prayer with, oh my God, mm-hmm. thank you for this house, you know? Yep. And so they'll do They'll try that. And then I'll hear it again in five minutes. I'll make them say another prayer, you know, and they, it's kind of like a, like an edifying, like, yeah, like, yeah, you're cleansing mm-hmm. with their speech. And like, uh, my buddy, Charlie Owens, who uh, was on our show, who's old, old guy, he's a amazing walking Bible. He had a conversation with me on the phone one day. He's like, when people say GD it, you know, they're wishing, they're wishing words have so much power that they're wishing damnation on oh, themselves from God. Dude. So when they say that, it's like, 
<laughs> it's crazy that they just keep saying it and they're just wishing that upon them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like attracting, like attracting that to yeah. them, you know, like you're literally praying that out to God, you know, hundred percent. and it's, it's a bummer because I know, um, I used to play hoops and I, I'm really, I love black culture. I'm just, I'm just, I just, I say it in my comedy. I say it everywhere. You know, I love black culture and yeah. a lot of the black culture, they use that word as like, as a, um, kind of like in everyday speech, you know, and like, and it, and it hurts. Cause I want to, I want to just be like, pull them aside and like, Hey, like, you know, like let's, let's try to like tighten this up because mm-hmm. this can, you know, have really negative impact on your mm-hmm. life just based on those words and all that. So I think it's so good to like, you know, with the people that we're responsible for our children, you right. know, and the ones that we're, we're called to lead and right. teach and parent that we guide them in the way of the word and making sure that they understand that those words aren't um, there's better words to choose from. Hundred, oh, dude. Raylan said something this morning, like, "Oh God, this orange juice is bussing," and I was like, "Like, I'm so glad you like the orange juice, but you go to public school? Uh, no, no, he does not go to public school. We are homeschooled. <laughs> we're, but we're very social. We, I yeah. don't, you know, I, I take yeah, them the sports into, too. You know, like when, yeah. you're, when you're around the sports community, and that's what I was saying. Like when I was in hoops, like you would hear those words all the time, and, and you just start talking like them. You know, yeah. And there's no denying it. You know, like there, you can't, mm-hmm. but. You can you can edify. Oh God, this orange juice is busting. I'm telling you, I was. Go clip that. <laughs> I could I couldn't even get a. I I I was my my spirit felt angered, but I, I chuckled. You mm-hmm. know, I chuckled. Yeah, and, that's funny. And so I'll correct him, and that's all. And that's all. I feel like instead of doing it meanly or harshly, you know, it just it's like yeah, because there's innocence attached to it too. Yeah. You know, there is yeah. there is um intentions and and heart posture about saying something silly like that. You know, yeah. um, but. Yeah. Man, crazy stuff. Let's see what we got here. May I post a prayer request for Kelly? Um, like you want Kelly to pray for you? Sure, drop it in the comments. We'll see what we can do. Yes, only going to church isn't the only time to seek the Lord. Yeah, and that's a big thing. You mentioned that as um, a very powerful uh, way for people to know the Lord more. Our church at, at um, in Cleburne Thread, and also we're kind of connected to Mercy Culture, they're super adamant about preaching about daily encounters you know, spending time, making time in your schedule to include God in it, having that intimacy with him, Dope. seeing what the Lord reveals to you. And like our church has been really like, honestly, really honing in on that in this season. So it's been cool to uh, kind of hear the teaching on that and why it's so important. Yeah. And um, and I love it because once you're intentional about including the Lord on things, you can find time to have him everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. It's not like I have to be, I used to think it had to be like, I had to be studying the word. Yeah. I have to be taking notes and I have to be in my journal. But now I'm like, I'm going on a walk. I'm going on a prayer walk, <laughs> you know, a hundred percent. Dude, I, everything you're saying is so on point. Like yeah. I can't even, I, because even like parking, like, God, please give me princess parking. <laughs> And then boom, princess parking. And my kids get to see that. My kid, because they'll, they'll hear my prayer and I'll be like, thank you, Lord. And they're like, man, she really did just get princess parking. You know? I do the same thing. I'm like, Jesus, give us a spot. Next thing you know, we rolling in the target and just. Um, it's it's greatness. Go. It's greatness. And they get to see that. They get to see that. Hey, she tasted and she saw. Let's mm-hmm. let's taste a little. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is he's gonna you're gonna lead the people uh, your 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 tribe to be doing that. And next thing you know, it's a domino effect. You know, <laughs> next thing you know, it's spreading everywhere. It's just the image that came to my mind. The very first, she was my domino. That's so good. I gotta let her know that. Yeah. Oh, you were supposed to when I called you. No, I did. I probably did, okay. but I'm forgetful. <laughs> no, I did let her know that. Princess parking. I'm using that 100. 100 using that. 
All right. Um, the the comment for a peer request is digestive system issues. Nobody can figure out the reason it's happening because of all the exams came back fine. Pray for answers, please. Oh, M- Megan. Um, I went through something actually very similar. Uh, mm, come in, on. In 2018, it's actually what brought me. <laughs> it's wild, actually. In 2018, we got into a really bad car accident, and it caused a lot of stress in our lives. Um, it, it, like a lot, and I know that someone like. It went on. It went on for like overlapped for like a year in our lives, to do with cars and surgeries and finances for the surgeries, and it actually ended up cultivating um, ulcers inside of my stomach. But I went to many, many doctors too, and so and I and they they scanned me, they looked at me, they did all these tests, and they found nothing, and um, I just had decided at that point that this wasn't a physical thing that my body was under spiritual attack and that the enemy could no longer get to my mind. And so he started working through my body because it had depleted me. It, it, it really had, I couldn't eat anything. Everything that went, anything that I did get in was straight out. It was horrible. And I went down to like 98 pounds. It was crazy. I mean, and, and in a matter of like weeks, it was insane. So I start. I threw myself like head over heels in small groups. I think I joined like four instantaneously. It was one of those small groups where the girlfriends had prayed over me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was one of those small groups. And everybody in that small group knew that I was struggling with this mystery illness. And um, honestly, Megan, the Lord healed me 100%. I didn't, I did not take medicine I did not uh, get a, a procedure done that fixed me. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't continue to seek, you know, any kind of medical help or guidance, but I just, I want to speak over you that you are not your circumstance. And even though your body is feeling such like probably depraved of so many things and it's starting to affect your mental health. Just know that God has you in the palm of his hands and everything that happens passes through his hands and he has a plan for you. And so Megan, um, can I pray right now? Absolutely. Yeah. So Megan, I just, I pray that in every single circumstance you find joy and you find peace and that whatever is alienating you, we bind and we break it in Jesus name, that it has no authority over you and that only the Holy Spirit is allowed to dwell inside your body. And we just, we know that her body is ultimately for the Lord. And so Megan, I encourage you to lay down your body as a sacrifice for God and let him, let him use you as he please. And God just heal her in a supernatural way and heal her in such a way that she can share her story with others and have them know that they can have a supernatural healing too. And I pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. And I love that testimony that you gave. That's so powerful. It was just a little piece yeah. of the domino. It was like one of those dominoes. Right. Um, it mattered. It was a thread. Yeah. Kingdom thread. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's crazy. Well, thanks for praying for Megan. You guys, um, we uh, we asked you to step into agreement with that by saying amen. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to encourage you guys. Uh, Taylor, can you put our um, support um, link in the description as, or in the comments as well? I want to encourage you guys. Yeah. We are, um, you know, doing some big things for this ministry. We uh, just got back from a prison mission, which I'm so yeah. excited to share. Do an episode with my friend Charlie about that, 
and I was just so powerful. So um, doing some big things out here for, for God this year. I really feel like this is a year of overflow for our ministry where uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be called to do big things for the kingdom. And uh, we need big help with that. You know, so if you feel led to support us today, you can go to ilikebirdsministry.com slash support and you can sow a seed on there. And it's just super helpful to all our ministry costs. The more studio time that we're able to afford, the more souls we're able to reach for the kingdom. So we appreciate that so much. So if you feel led to do that, please do that today. Uh, you can also partner with us on Patreon. Uh, that's one of the best ways to monthly partner with us and you get yep. exclusive exclusive benefits. I'm even sending out a cool gift this year that I'm excited about to Ooh. all our Patreons. So you can go to uh, patreon.com slash I like birds and uh, it'll pop right up. You can choose which membership you feel led to uh, participate in. And it's always a blessing, whichever one you decide to choose. So thank you so much for that. And then now let's get to the book giveaway. Exciting stuff. Woohoo! Uh, we're going to go ahead and um, I don't know how we're going to do this. Let's put every Taylor. Do you mind putting everybody that commented in like a, a raffle spin? OK. And then um, I'll ask. um Kelly, one more question, and then we'll do the giveaway, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. You got it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for being here today, Taylor. Taylor Perky's amazing. Yes, he is. He's experiencing the overflow this year. Uh, this studio is booking up left and right. A lot, of, a lot of new shows are coming in here, which is amazing. So uh, really happy for him, and uh, he's been an awesome asset to our team to be able to facilitate the Word of God and just get awesome people like Kelly on to have great testimonies. And <laughs> Man, so what's next for Kelly? So, and the fam. Well, so Chana turns one on Monday, and um, and really this year, what I wanted to do was like simplify our life more, so that way we can make more room for the Lord and for doing things for the Lord. <clears throat> it's hard to focus on things when you're like houses in a clutter or whatnot, mm-hmm. and so I just want to simplify everything, like to to like a massive point, so that way our hearts can see. Um, I, I kind of have, um, I wouldn't say like taking a step away from my small groups, but I did because I tried to join one earlier this year, but it was really hard to take Chana and she wasn't really happy with it all the time. And everyone, I just felt like she was too much of a nuisance. And so I'd like to get, I'd like to do a small group this year. Nice. Leading one or participating? I'd like to lead one. Hey, let's go. Yeah. I haven't done one yet. Um, I've done one outside of the church with, with, as a request from my sister Mm -hmm. and my mom came and my, um, my godmother and my sister's best friend was very intimate. My my best friend came. It was very, very fruitful. And I just feel like the Lord wants me to kind of slow down so I can pick up on that. Wow. I'm still gonna, you know, go really hard on real estate this year. Last year, I scaled back a little bit knowing that I was going to have the baby. You scaled back? Couldn't, couldn't tell. <laughs> I did. I did. Wow. I feel I felt more of the effects of it afterwards, of course, you know, yeah. but um, so I've, uh, I really just decided that this year is going to, like you said, like when you said overflow, there was a word, I think you asked somebody the other day, like on Facebook, like what's your word for, for you know, for 2024? And I keep hearing press. Mm. Like, and, and everyone says, what's the word for me? It's not a word. It, like, cause the Lord keeps telling me There's multiple words, press pressing of the vine. Mm. Like, and so, and I know that obviously that means new wine and I know that new wine has to go into a new wine skin. You can't wow. put new wine skin in old, old wine skin. It will, Amen. it will completely ruin it. That's scripture. The skin and it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, but when I get words like that, cause I'm not savvy. Like I, I love being in the word, but I don't know, know the word. Like, like, I don't know what, like by, um, 
memory and like by quick response, like I can usually point to something, but not crazy. And so when he's giving me like deep words that are like biblically based, I know, I know I'm like, I did not make that up. Mm -hmm. I'm not that good. Like I can't, I don't, you know? So, uh, yeah, pressing of pressing of the vine this year. Um, so, and I, and new wine skins, I think come with that. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that he's going to refine us even more than what he already has. Wow. That's special. I look forward to hearing about it. Me too. That's going to be exciting. You're, Scott, you're excited. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Cause I don't yeah. know, you know, yeah. but I know it's going to be good. Yeah. That's so good. I love your faith. You, you, you express, um, one of the fruits of the spirit joy really well and it's all over you, you know, and you're, you, you put that out to the world, you know, and I think that's really great because people are going to see that and come, come to Christ because of it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And in real estate, you really have to have joy in all circumstances. That's right. Especially with interest rates and inflation. And- Bro. I mean, and just like in negotiations and like dealing with sometimes like sucky agents and you yeah. know, everyone was like a few years back, like, Hey, I'm going to go get my real estate license. And it was like, just like flooded the, the like just flooded the market with like crappy agents, you know? And so I, I, I <laughs> there was this thing that I saw that is so funny. It said, uh, when you, when, when your close friends start getting into real estate, time to get out <laughs> for, real. <laughs> for real. And it's not for the, it's not, it's not for the faint heart. I mean, I've had yeah. many people like, Hey, I want to get my license and like reach out and I'll like try to give them some mentorship. But if they're not about it, then it's just, it's a really, really hard thing, especially cause you are commissioned to commit your commission. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, in my, like I said, in my career before this, I got paid very well, you know, every, every, every other Friday, boom, 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 boom. I didn't realize that I was idolizing security, financial Mm -hmm. security. Like, cause you just, this is life and I have insurance with it and I have, you know, and I have 401k and I have a life insurance policy and all these things. But in the reality, you get so secure that this is everything to you. Yes. If it takes, if the Lord takes it away, you're like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, so not only did I lose my job, but I got thrown into, but the Lord threw me into real estate. And so I had to really, really, really lean on faith, like Mm -hmm. for my next commission, for my next commission, for my next commission. Cause I mean, like in my head, man, I could have already spent like my next six commission checks, you know, I mean, cause money is just so, it's just so money. It's monetary, you know, like it moves and I hate it. I really Mm -hmm. do. Um, you know, I think money might make things easier, but it doesn't, it definitely doesn't make people happy. And, um, I've, I've, I've learned that even when we don't have a lot of money, that to find joy in all circumstances, to find joy when I lose a transaction, to find joy when an appraisal doesn't hit, to find joy when an agent doesn't want to work with you in the way that they should be working, you know, like, so I, I, I really take that as an affirmation, you saying that, thank you, because there are some times where I'm like, I feel beaten down, you know, about it, mm-hmm. but I'll just, I'll keep the faith. And I know that it's good. God's good. Whatever he's got going on for me is good. And I'll just remember joy in all circumstances, like mm. all the time. That's so good. It's something I remind myself like, yeah, you got to, and it's not in your control a lot of times, yeah. you know, all the things that are trying to kill your joy. A lot of times it's like not even, you can't really do anything about no. it and 90% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I experienced a lot of grief uh, as a younger adult. Um, and I w- it, this last few years, some more people have you know passed away, and it's been interesting to be able to experience their grief with joy. Before that, I didn't know of joy in such some circumstances, but now I know. And so, when someone passes, I really can grieve with not just joy but hope. 
And so it's a really great thing to like, if you can put joy in your pocket, you should, you know what I mean? You, you should put it in your pocket. And every single time something happens, you pull a thing out of your pocket and you remind yourself that I have this and I can, and I can ascertain this just because I don't feel this way. Doesn't mean that I can't bring joy into the situation. Mm, come on, let's go. You're leaving the people with a nugget right there. That's good. <laughs> All right, we ready to spin it? Ready to spin that thing? Let's, Let's see who go. wins the book. Let's see who wins the also, book, y'all. Shout out to Trudy and Aaron for saying I'm the coolest. Uh, they're smart. <laughs> yes. they're, they're trying to get. They're trying to get the book. Hey, no promises. <laughs> this is cool. Look at this little this spinner. Is very cool. I like it. I love the colors. I know, right? Feels Here like. Here we go. Feels like a gender reveal party. Judy, hey. you know Judy. Judy, that's my mother-in-law. That's your mother-in-law. Yeah. That's my mother-in-law. Judy, yeah. Let's go. She'll love the book. That's so exciting. I'm so excited. One of your peeps won it. You know, she- I love my peeps, but you know, they also tune in a lot. You know, yeah. Judy, first time here, gets a book. Look at that. The Lord is good. I'm excited <laughs> for her. She's she's a very very spiritual woman. Okay. She prayed over me before I ever met my husband. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. She prayed over me for a long I've time. I've been doing that with my kids. When you I better. walked them, I've been praying for that good woman to come through you that better. loves the Lord, that wants to stay in Texas or stay near us, you know, that has a good relationship with us, that isn't going to lead them astray. I've been yes. praying all these things yes. over each one, especially the little baby right now because he's in my arms when I, yeah. when I put him to sleep, you know, but it's a powerful thing to be praying for, for your future in-laws. You better. Yeah. You better for sure. Another thing is, is uh, he likes to add, not only does he want his future wife to be a godly and a worshiping wife, he wants his wife to be able to make tacos Ooh. so we've added that okay i might have to, might have to add we've, that to mine too added that. Gets, gets princess parking when i'm in the whip <laughs> <laughs> oh that's too funny but all right judy i'm gonna send i'm gonna get um can i give you the book and you yeah. give it to her yeah perfect yeah. all right awesome we're gonna do that and we got one more thing for kelly ray that we're excited to bring to you uh it's a little gift uh from somebody special uh we're gonna bring that out taylor's gonna uh, bring it bring it this way in just a moment uh we wanted to honor you we know that um you are a great mother and a great wife, and you also are a great uh, daughter of the Most High. So we wanted to get you some flowers from Blossoms on the Aww. Square and Blossoms on the Boulevard. Thank you so much. This is from the Bowmans. I, and, lo- yeah. I love the Bowmans, and I love what they're doing. Yeah, they're doing amazing things. And uh, for Valentine's Day, everybody that's listening that's in Texas, please do me a favor. Don't go to Kroger. Don't go to H-E-B. Get your flowers from Blossoms on the Square or Blossoms on the Boulevard. You can go ahead and go to their website to order it on there. You can call them. You can do whatever you got to do. And your boy is actually going to be doing some deliveries that day. I'm going to help them out and do some deliveries. So we're going to be delivering joy that day. So I'm super excited about that. So make sure you get that. Mm. Um, You keep them in mind for for your Valentine's Day purchase. They'll really appreciate it. Uh, we're praying for Grant. He was actually in the explosion in Fort Worth uh, that just took place a couple weeks ago. I know. That was crazy. So crazy. So he was involved in that. And um, he has appointments and he has a long walk to recovery. But we've been praying for him and keeping him in our thoughts um, as we as we, as we we minister and as we, we bring it up to God. So I'm so happy he's okay. I know, right? That was, that was shocking. So shocking. You think like you, you wouldn't know anybody down there, you know, and next thing you know. One of your peeps, Wild. you know, from your church. So, so crazy. But I'm praying for you, Grant. Yeah, we are. And we're, we're just so thankful that 
you're able to represent joy, you know, and uh, and what your business is. So it's a very joyful bouquet, isn't it? It really is. Isn't it beautiful? I love it. I'm glad you like it. I do. Thank you all so much. Hey, you're welcome. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the I Like Birds podcast. Uh, you're a blessing. I loved hearing your story and just all you're doing for the Lord in your own house and in the workforce and anointing the walls. Anointing. And then I got you to come to my crib and anoint my house. I will. <laughs> that sounds so cool. I love that. But for everybody watching, do me a favor. Please share the podcast. This uh, We would like this to reach as many people as possible. Kelly has a great story. We're just giving honor to the Lord and uh, more people to hear it, the better. So we appreciate you sharing it. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube or liked our Facebook page, you can do that right now as well. And uh, we're just so thankful that we get to do this for the Lord. And yeah. we're just so grateful. So we'll be back next Thursday at 1 p.m. If you guys want to tune in again, we have some awesome guests. We have Savannah May uh, from Thread Church. And we also have a good friend of hers, a good friend of mine as well, who actually read my book and gave it to somebody um, on the on the spirit led. Like Ooh. she read, it, finished it, and gave it to somebody that was contemplating going on a mission trip. That her name is um, her name's Taylor Clink Clinkscales. A little hard last name yeah. for me. I don't know why. Uh, I'm not a good reader with Hopefully names. Hopefully you're saying it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it right. She, she's a friend of mine, too. And I'm just like, can you say your last I, I talked to her on, on Sunday. I was like, how do you say your last name correctly so I don't butcher it? Clink Scales. And I was like, all right, all right, Clink Scales. You know, I That's never a heard good that. one. It I is. never it's heard good. it. But uh, super exciting. They're going to come on. They're full of joy. They have the spirit of joy. They have Right now, you know how you say you got like the domino effect? Like yeah. they, they're they recently in that season Ooh. of the domino where it's like Holy Spirit, fire, baptism. Like they're, yeah. So they're pumped. coming on here like pumped. For Jesus, I'm so excited. you know, so very exciting. It's one. gonna be a heater. So make sure y'all tune in. Thank you, Greg, for the love about it being an awesome podcast. Judy, hey, thank Greg. you so much. Aaron, always appreciate you watching. Man, you guys are awesome. It's been a blessing to be able to uh, come on here and just talk about the Lord's goodness. So uh, appreciate your support, Patty. Hey, we appreciate you, Patty. Thank You're awesome. Look at all you peeps coming through, yeah. showing love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're I, touched. Well, a lot of these people um, have have seen my walk, so yeah. oh, um, wow. they've seen me go from very troubled to very blessed and and royalty. So hey. it's really cool to see that so so much support. That's so good, y'all. Make sure you share this. Get this out there for Kelly. Get this out there for, for God. And we're just so thankful, man. This thank is you, awesome. Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Right? Lord so good. Been so good to us. So faithful. But yes. hey, we'll see you next time. This is the this is I Like Birds podcast, which means I like the Bible and I like words. So therefore, I like birds. We'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>